Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up? Welcome in, Bears fans, to the CHGO Bears podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Of course, use code CHGO when you sign up and you'll get gifts. Gifts? Like gifts? gifts like uh, yeah, gifts, animated like, pictures? Like gifts. Oh, gifts. Like what you get on Christmas. I sound out words for my eight-year-old when we go through reading. You got to. Um, well, they're the best, and now's a good time to be signed up, which we'll talk a little bit about later. But you got some Tweeted. fun games to watch on Sunday. Um, what's going on? I'm so excited to be here. I just can't even focus. Mark Carmen, so excited he's not even talking to the mic. What you have dog shit all over the bottom no, of your I don't. shoe. <laughs> no. Oh goodness. This is <laughs> an iconic <laughs> I, issue. I, I, I have had. It's not. It's, it's just mud for the record. I and, and I've had a terrible. You might have to hold that up to the camera and let the people vote. I want smell a vision. <laughs> okay. Now I'm 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 really I'm really thrown off. That's true. You're thrown off. Okay, I'm the right. one just, who was mid intro and had to look at just, that. Just just I'm gonna cross my legs like this. There, listen to me. I I've had a very rough morning. I've I've dr- I took Poppy the puppy for an outstanding walk. Uh, unfortunately, I was doing a little bit of a dance. We were having some fun, and out the phone went into the snow, which I picked up and tried to dry off and all that stuff. And but the phone the phone's done. Won't, won't, I mean, not done, but like won't charge. I need rice. I need something. I can't communicate with, with, with anyone. Uh, that was that. And, um, some other phone you had that it won't survive snow. Right. Come on. Let's go. Most phones these days. Come on. Underwater. Come on. Come on. Come on. It's come on. iPhone 11, 12, whatever the hell I have. Let's go here. Chop, chop. You telling me you can't a a little five seconds. Now I got dog shit on my shoe. (laughs) And there were some other things that happened this morning that it's not popping in my head. Plus, like, people are just screaming at CHGO and me, mainly me, uh, about our video on, on Brock Purdy, which Wait a minute. is the most ridiculous. We'll get to it at some point, or what do we no, say? No, no, we can get to it, but we're not talking Bears until we get 100 likes again. Ha! Wow. Oh, Going for yeah. the 100. Going Let's for the 100. It. We only have, like, 12 people watching right now. Oh, my God, I'm crying. Um... <laughs> <laughs> what a way to start. By the way, I just want I went back and listened to the beginning of yesterday's show and I think it was the greatest show ever. How about that? Take that. So, so take H- that people. Hogan up. endorsing. Uh, okay. Uh, so, so, so is it dog poo or not? I have no idea. Okay. I'd say it, I don't really it, smell it. It's it's, it's good. I would That's say it's thing. unlikely that it is, but okay. I don't know and I'm not um, I, 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 <laughs> camera. It definitely looks. Luke like Stuckmeyer from deep in the bullpen yelling "smell it," which is um, not smelling. <laughs> Two hundred likes oh, and we'll smell it. Two hundred likes, likes and we'll smell it. Yes. All right. Three hundred <laughs> likes and he'll taste it. Oh no. <laughs> I did not know that today, the beginning of today's show, could be more ridiculous than yesterday's show. But Gavin Skipper, lick, like it up. It took or seventeen I, seconds to get which, more ridiculous. Which I saw is lick it up, which oh, is even no. weirder. No, there's no amount of likes that will get me to do that. Um, let me let me tell you. Let's this. let's talk about the Brock Purdy thing. Okay. Can we? All right. All right. Team. 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 <laughs> team. Team CHGO. Loyal viewers, one-time viewer, Twitter, talkers, social media, anywhere. 
I love, I respect, I appreciate, we all do, I think all of you, or at least 99.9%, all right? But let's just set the record straight here. No one, myself included, said that Brock Purdy was better than Justin Fields, that we wanted Brock Purdy over Justin Fields, that there was anything, that Brock Purdy had anything to do with Justin Fields. It has to do with the fact that if you go back to 2007, the Bears have drafted a quarterback in the second round or later, not even like late round, the second round or later. They've done it all of three times. So it's more an indictment on the franchise, which GM after GM, that we just do not draft quarterbacks. And Brock Purdy, when you look at his resume, the dude was two-time first-team all Big 12, second team, uh, a third time. I said I said three yesterday, so I was I had that. I knew that sounded wrong. Minor detail. Well, it's, I'm still right there. Minor detail was slightly wrong. Dude threw for twelve thousand yards, uh, you know, and he was sitting there in the, in the seventh round, and we're taking Jatiree Carter, and in other drafts, we're taking Latavius Simmons and whoever. So the and and then if you look. Just look at the NFL right now. Look at the later round quarterbacks and the success they're having that are in the playoffs, like Dak Prescott, that have won World's uh, fourth round pick, like Russell Wilson, third round pick, like Kirk Cousins, say what you want about him, lengthy, solid career, fourth round pick, like, I don't know, the GOAT, who's still kicking around, sixth round pick, number 199 overall. So for whatever reason, these high-level football evaluators, they get this tricky position wrong all the time. So the Bears, who do have a quarterback, by the way, that likes to and is best playing on the move, they don't have a good offensive line. Any quarterback, period, can get hurt. You need depth at the position. The 49ers are in the NFC Championship game on their third-string quarterback because they drafted one late who was able to step in miraculously, but good pick. Guy who can function in an offense. That's... What, that, that is something the Bears need to be doing going forward. Justin Fields didn't play every single game this year. He probably won't play every single game next year. So you need to have somebody who can understand the system, maybe plays like him ideally. And by the way, I'm going to have my top five list of, of Bears that they should, of quarterbacks the Bears should draft in the late rounds this year, i.e., mm. other guys like Gardner Minshew, who I would have loved to have had here, who the Bears loved back in the day and was a sixth round pick. You need to be able to hit on, on your, a backup quarterback in the late rounds. It's part of being a good organization organization the bears have not done it well said for those people who missed this we put out uh this was actually from the the conversation was actually from monday Monday. show i think or tuesday show it was earlier in the week it was monday um and we it was put out on the csgo bears twitter account which you should follow at csgo underscore bears um and the, the question it was like a five minute discussion I thought very reasonable, normal discussion. And the tweet was, should the Bears have drafted Brock Purdy in the seventh round last year? Easy to say now, but at the car, I'm still those questions. Here's the simple answer to that question. Yes. <laughs> it's yes for every team, not the 49ers. Doesn't matter who your starting quarterback is. The answer is yes. <laughs> All 32 teams should have drafted Brock Purdy. The 49ers probably should have even done it around earlier based on what True. we're seeing. But I don't know why this gets so quickly turned into a Justin Fields versus Brock Purdy thing. That's right. not at all the conversation. The responses to, to this um, were, were quite frankly incredible. Uh, Mark Carmen needs to stop overanalyzing everything. I would like to point out that we have no way of knowing how he would fare under Coach Getze's system. Not the point. Um, no, not the point. Stop. He's got the most QB-friendly coach and an unbelievable roster. That's he would have sucked with us. I love that people are just so sure, by the way, that that this is just the, the, the only place that this dude as a rookie in this coming in in the middle of the year that this is the only place in the whole world. I just know this for a fact. I'm a great football fan that he could never be successful successful everywhere, anywhere else. I'm that confident. Come on, man. Guys, you need to stop doing daily shows. <laughs> this is a comical take. 
like, are these are are these these people just probably didn't watch the video, right? I don't like, think they watched the be, video because it's like, I, or you're like sensitive fields person, which you don't well, need to a, be. But that's another thing. Like, people love their Justin Fields. I think it might be dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might be. Oh, Give a slight whiff. <laughs> sorry, but right. But, I'm sorry, but that's okay. You can love Justin Fields. Right. I don't care if Tom Brady's your quarterback, Aaron. I don't care if Patrick Mahomes. The Chiefs should have drafted Brock Purdy in the right. seventh round last right. year. Right. Everybody should have. And the Bears. And, and so, with hindsight, everybody should have drafted him. But even going into pretty much every draft ever. For, that I've ever covered for the Bears, I've always said take more swings at quarterback in the late rounds. Now, there was one moment, not one moment, because I do remember us talking about this Nick going into the draft last year, where I said this might be the one year where I'm not going to push hard mm-hmm. to draft another quarterback because they didn't have a lot of picks and they had so, so many, many needs. needs. But if you had told me that Ryan Poles would turn all those picks into 11 exactly. by the end of the draft like he did – then I've been like, take a swing at a quarterback. It's quarterback. It's the most important position in sports. Now, here's the crazy part about the Brock Purdy thing. If he got drafted by any other team, probably not playing. He might Most never likely. have played, if you really think about it. It was a perfect situation. Every quarterback that the 49ers had went down, and he got his opportunity. What I will say about Brock Purdy, he knows his limitations as a, as a passer, as a quarterback. And that's why I think he excels with this 49ers offense. You're not gonna, he knows he needs to throw from a clean pocket. He knows he needs to throw with anticipation. Knows the reads. Knows his weapons. And that's why he's had so much success. And credit to Brock Purdy for knowing that. He, he was the last pick in the draft for a reason. There's, there's physical limitations. There's arm strength limitations. But look at that. He's balling out right now. And to this whole argument, the Bears should be drafting quarterbacks. They could be late-round quarterbacks. That's fine. That last game against Minnesota would have been a lot more entertaining. Give me David Fails every year. David, there you so, go. There they are. David Fails, 2014, sixth-round draft pick. San Jose State. Let's there, go, Spartans. There we go. Do you remember Nathan Enderly, fifth round, 2011? have no recollection of him. That's myself. a real name? I can vaguely remember him. And then the other one, this is the three times since 2006, that 17 drafts that the Bears have drafted a quarterback in the second round or later. So we're obviously not talking about Mitch. We're not talking about Justin, first-round picks. Dan Lefevre. Ah, Central Michigan. Six-round 2010. There you go. I have a Lefevre. The only prescription. (laughs) Drafting more quarterbacks. It's Justin Fields. Yeah. Um, Lefevre, Enderly, and Fails. That's it. it, Here's the thing. So if you're only going to draft one every five or six years, your hit rate's not going to be very high. But if you commit to drafting a quarterback, remember when Ryan Pace said, I'd like to draft a quarterback every year. No. And then he didn't. Trubisky. Drafted one. Well, he drafted two. Justin Fields. Yes. Well, right. And then we can look. Why don't we look at late round picks that the Bears have taken? Uh, This past year was, let's look at the sixth round. Zachary Thomas, Treston Ebner, Doug Kramer, Jatiri Carter, seventh round Elijah Hicks. The, The best pick of them all was number 255, Trenton Gill. Congratulations. That was a hell of a pick. We have um, 100 likes. Uh, and I Thank like you, 100 likes, baby. Yeah. Woo. Yeah, all right. Um, and no, we're not blackmailing you. We're just having fun, everybody. Seventh round pick in 2021, Kyrus Tonga. Thomas Tonga. Graham was a sixth round pick. Daz like Newsome. I liked him for a minute. Khalil Herbert, great sixth round mm-hmm. pick. I like running backs in later rounds. A lot of running backs out yep. there. It's... Um, Lachavius Simmons, Arlington Hambright. All right. <laughs> Arlington Hambright. That's a great name. Is, well, wasn't he the pig? Wasn't that his nickname, the pig? Was that Arlington Hambright? No, that was Lachavius Simmons. Oh, that's right. Yep, okay. Simmons Although Hambright, you would Yeah, think that's pig. what I got. Yep. Okay. Pig. The point is, dude, you're, 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 you're Come hit, on. your hit rate's low no matter what position. Exactly. You, might as well be, yep. you might as well be prioritizing the most important position. Buy the lottery ticket. Let's go. Might have had a quarterback back here. Our QB's probably going to get hurt. Mitch Richard, you're right. Kyle Orton was a fourth, and that was in 2005. And Kyle Orton, by the way, I don't know, maybe the 10th best quarterback in the history of the Bears. Roughly. (laughs) (laughs) He might be. I mean, really, if you you look at wins, he technically is. It's him and uh, I want to say Mitch. Not good. 
Yeah. Not good, you guys. Bring Mitch back, baby. He, I mean, we, I think we've said that at least like yeah. twelve times in the history of. Won't happen, but I mean, <laughs> it, it, it would fit. Um, all right. <clears throat> what is this poll question from Braggs of the Stands? What is the what's poll up, Greg Braggs? I mean, I haven't put one up there yet. Um, you guys decide what the poll question should yeah, be in know. the chat. I don't is, know. What should be the poll question for Yeesh. today? I don't know. If and that's we'll see where idea. that goes. Who's uh, Bragg's talking about? I think he just wants a poll question. Well, I think didn't yesterday we s- you say you had a poll question you were going to put on the Twitter machine? I I feel like I you said I did we put one out yesterday? Right, and then the, you said uh, I the one I'm going to have tomorrow. I swear you oh, said that. Really? Uh, starting to smell in here a little bit. <laughs> no, is it? <laughs> I can't tell. I can't. Tell. I think so. I think you're. I'm. More, I'm, I'm you might have to go socks. Socks only on set. I mean, I'm. I'm going. Well, he's sitting in the middle, so no one will really know. <laughs> I like how Mark, you're. you're I, I, I'm like hovering over, over the, the carpet right now. This is just a terrible. Uh, oh, okay, I don't rags. Wanna, I, I just don't want to have an impact on on a long term impact here. We can have a short term impact, but I think yeah. we're okay. Um. All right. I want to get into a little bit of a breakdown of the roster. We we. We missed something yesterday. Oh. You guys missed something. It was the... We've never done that. One-year anniversary of Ryan Poles being hired mm-hmm. as general manager. So now it's one year and one day. One year, one day. We need to go back and re-record yesterday's show. That's possible. But we can do a 366-day celebration for Ryan Poles. That would require Rags to uh, drive back down here in the non-snow, though. We had a great lunch with Braggs yesterday. Braggs bought us lunch yesterday. Yeah, that wow. was crazy. I still feel uncomfortable about it. Yeah, I didn't sleep last night. <laughs> <laughs> what did you guys have for lunch? Oh, we went restaurant day, the whole thing. It was a uh, salad and a, and, a, and, a, and, a, and a brick chicken because you were Braggs. And a, <laughs> Braggs had to have brick chicken. Brick chicken. Okay. Brag- or no, you had I brick had chicken. brick chicken. Braggs got his... Bragg's like a four-year-old when he eats. Just for the <laughs> record, he, he doesn't like chicken nuggets. Do you, no, do he's you, not. Do you guys have like he a? He didn't chicken? even eat his ice cream. Well, that was the oh. weird part. He he got because it was a restaurant week, so you have you know he comes with dessert. Dude doesn't. He orders the ice cream, doesn't eat it, and then of course I did. So that was two bowls. <laughs> <laughs> I, I crushed, Greg did it on purpose. I crushed four scoops of pistachio ice cream yesterday, courtesy of Greg Bragg, who also paid for lunch. All right, go ahead, Hogue. Um, lost my train of thought. We're talking about something about polls in uh, three sixty-six. Yeah, we got a super chat from Kevin Riley about uh, Mr. Polls. Yeah, why don't you go ahead and read that? Uh, uh, polls last year swung on youth to develop and locker room guys. Will he now go for dudes who don't really fit that mold? Example: Hopkins, Clowney. Interesting, Kevin. Thanks for the super chat. Uh, I think it could be a possibility. Like again, the Hopkins thing. I think if you want to evaluate Justin Fields to the best of your ability. You got to put dudes around him, and I I know it's not what he did his mo last year, but if that's he obviously has no trade clause too, like why would he want to come to Chicago? But it does give you a better evaluation of Justin Fields if you went with like a guy like DeAndre Hopkins. So possibly some of those guys could be in the mix. You get a thumbs up from me if you want to go get DeAndre Hopkins, assuming he's not costing a ton. Well, I think you did that this year. To set the foundation, right? You mm-hmm. said you go youth, locker room guys. You set that foundation. You get that stuff in, so that guys you bring in know, hey, this is how we do things here, and you can go out and get those guys that maybe are a little bit edgier and yeah, but have a lot of talent. See how they fit in. So I think that's what. Um, now, how many guys do they have to have, do they have to go get? That's what I want to talk about here in a second. But first. Goose Island, baby. We love Goose Island. Our, our, our new beer sponsor. Got the 312 up here. Our, the Bulls and our and our Blackhawks beers, which are excellent. Beers, beers, beers. Really, CH, CHGO is supported by Goose Island Beer Company, and it's a perfect fit. Chicago's beer Goose. since 1988. They have that Blackhawks pale ale. Karma's just holding. Limited release, so you want to check it out. Hawks and Goose Island been neighbors for 25-plus years. They got the Goose Pub open in the United Center for almost 10 years. Great pregame destination for Hawks fans. And uh, a lot of charity work between the two organizations over the years, too. They also got the Bull City 312, Bourbon County Stout, which is excellent. So many good options with, um, 
with Goose Island. I like the No Plans. Yes, that's awesome. Beer that's new. So good. That's my. That's like that's my favorite right now. Go to. Now is that a uh, like fifteen percent uh, ABV because you're not gonna have any plans after that or is it a no no it's not oh, that crazy it's just like kind of a chill I don't got nothing to do I'm just gonna hang out and you know Adam I bought no plans I bought a case of that and it gave me I had the option of buying a bag of chips for a penny so that's how you know no plans was even better Binnies and Vernon Hills oh I gotta get oh. to my Binnies that was yeah. in Binnies and Vernon Hills, you bought the no binnies? plans? Yeah, you're my binnies. Your binnies. You're kind of a master of the suburbs of the youth of America, Nicholas Moriano. Oh, I appreciate that. I'm not going to lie. Your whole story of trying to get to work yesterday with two trains and a cab and you're a mile away made me feel so much better about living 45 minutes away. <laughs> that was a one-day experience. That's a journey. It's so peaceful for me normally. Yeah, but the... T- Oh, come on. You miss the city. I know you do. Deep down, oh, you do. Oh, I do. I, 100%. I'll be back someday. There, there it is. Yeah. Thank you. Good to be in the city. I love the South Loop. We're having a great time, even if I have dog shit on my shoes. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, um, Goose Island's two local locations are open, ready to welcome you. Grab a beer right from their innovation tanks at the Goose Island Tap Room at 1800 West Fulton. Great place. We were there a couple weeks ago. Um, or get a smash burger and a fresh beer of the week at the original Clybourne Brew House at 1800 North Clybourne. That's where I used to hang out. Uh, Back in the uh, good old days of me living in the city. There we go. Mm. For reservations and pickup, go to gooseisland.com slash locations. Goose Island Beer Company. You get your Goose Island, then you got to get your gear at FOCO. Chicago, you've already got the best coverage for your favorite teams, so get fitted out in the best sports gear around. FOCO's got you covered from Soldier Field to the front room, north or south side with hoodies, slippers, signs, bobbleheads, and everything in between. Get decked out like DeMar with apparel from the leader in sports merch and collectibles, Foco, looking for the perfect gift for the football fan in your life. Foco's got you covered with hoodies to fight that Lake Michigan breeze. Check out foco.com or click the link in the description below for all non-presale items. Use the promo code CHGO for 10% off. All right. So, Ryan Poles, it's been a year. 3-14 and 14 record. He has the number one overall pick, which is still crazy to think about. Most cap space in the NFL, and a lot of positions to fill. Which brings me to, um, we got a lot of big projects going on here right now. We're all working on them, and I like had this epiphany after having lunch with you and Braggs yesterday. I don't know why. Driving home, and I'm like, I haven't even finalized my grades from the season. Like. I gotta do one thing at a time instead of all everything getting because we could have been talking about honestly uh, we could have been talking about that all week. I was like, like, come on. So I locked myself in my office when I got home last night and was like, finishing this. I like it. That's that's intention right there. Mm -hmm. You need intention in life. Um, I know I do. So we all do. When I got home from lunch, I had after four scoops of ice cream, I took a nap. <laughs> that sounds great. That's the opposite of what I did. I had no chance. I also, needed 15 minutes. Just a free tip to Braggs. If you don't like pistachios, don't order the pistachio ice cream. Yeah, I mean. You just want to try it for the first time? What kind or of like- cooperator of personality are you? Get the cheesecake. Get oh. anything else. Order mm. it. Get a, can I get an extra thing of fries? That's good, too. S- get creative. Quit being such a nice guy. <laughs> All right. So the grades are finalized and um, have some notes I wanted to share with you guys. Number one, highest grade on the team. Who do you think it is? Well, it was already in our notes. You yes. probably seen it. I haven't seen it. Okay. I, I have not seen it. Highest Chat, grade. Who do you think? T- who do you think's highest grade? Chat. Come on. Put, put uh, names in there. Yeah, uh, that's a good question for the chat. Who was the highest grade on the team? Jack Sanborn. Close. Um, it's the obvious answer. It's the obvious Trenton answer. Trenton Gill? Oh, so Trenton Gill? Because <laughs> that would be an obvious. Trenton Gill is great. He's great. But uh, <laughs> we, the who's number the one observation, answer? number one. Who was great all year? I, what am, who am one, I missing? Eberflus? The guy that's on your screen. One, one. You think that Justin Fields had the highest grade of the whole team? Yes. No way. 
I mean, it's your grades. I don't want to get into an argument with your grades, but you just sent a graph yesterday and asked like what people's opinion. You basically didn't the graph show that he played well just for like six games, and the rest of the season was underneath this line that you drew in your Glasses little complicated home world. <laughs> what? <laughs> That you didn't read the, the you didn't read the graph properly. I didn't. No, uh, but that's not your fault. I didn't really explain it. I mean, it was, I saw one line like this, then yeah. I saw this big thing in the. Well, middle. that's because for like three weeks there, he played like the most. He played. People forget he was like the best player in the NFL for two weeks. Yeah, there. yeah. Here. And then, but at the, at the end of it, he, you had the line going like down to. Well, he had a terrible game against the Lions at the <laughs> end. Justin Fields is the highest graded guy on the team. That's interesting. Why does that surprise you? Because he... He carried the entire offense. I'm not saying he's not the best player on the team by a mile. I'm just saying, like, as far as, like, a consistent season of, like, grading out, I wouldn't have thought that it would have been him. Plus the fact that he missed games, I, I just wouldn't well, you have... Well, don't you don't get graded down okay, for so missing... That doesn't matter. Okay, I guess who else would be in contention? If it wasn't just Fields for the best, it would be, be, like, the, the most yeah. consistent. And by the way, it, part, of the, part of the problem here, though, is nobody... This was what I was going to share with the with the list is most years, even though the bears haven't been great, they've still had a couple blue chip players, which mm-hmm. is the highest category you can get. And we talk about this every week, blue chip. Okay. You have a Khalil Mack, you have a Roquan Smith that plays in that. Uh, you know, I think Akeem Hicks ended up in there a year or yeah, two, you sense. know, the, the, and the bears had none of those guys this year. So I'm not saying, so part of the reason why Justin Fields still was the best player on the team which I don't think is that controversial of a statement. It, it, it's a different thing than the high grades. I'm obviously he's the best player on the team. It's not even close. But that's how he he like he carried an entire offense. He did. He averaged thirty points per game for like a month. He correct because of him. Yeah. that happened. Hundred percent. So that's why he he's at the top. Um, but this gets into more of the issue here. Um, the highest offensive grade on the team is Jack Sanborn. Those are the only two players on the entire roster that graded out as long-term starters. Two players. All right. They had zero blue-chip players. Not good. Shouldn't be surprising because they just didn't. Um, And here's the bigger thing I think has Ryan Poles, uh, that Ryan Poles has some work to do here. Only 12 players graded out even as starters. So there's a difference between, like, your starters, which are guys that are ca- capable NFL starters. Then you have the guys you want to extend as long-term starters because they play at a higher level. Then you have the blue chips, the top players in the NFL. The, when Khalil Mack was on the team wrecking dudes, he was a blue chip player. Um, well, you know, the Patrick Mahomeses of the world, right? Those are the elite of the elite, the Aaron Donalds, okay? Obviously, the Bears didn't have any of those players. But to only have 12 players... Grayed out as starters. You have one side of the ball with 12 total people. <laughs> Could you but ass- that speaks to why the Bears went 3-14, and 14, if you mm-hmm. think about it. Exactly. Only half of their starters are actually playing to that caliber. And when you really think about it in that sense, it actually makes sense. Because when you watch that defense, especially in the second half of the season, how many true starters did you see playing out there? There's a reason why they couldn't get stops. They weren't, weren't good. Yeah. Adam, how many of those, Jaylen like, John, did Kyler okay. Gordon and Jaquan end up in that? Or no. were they just out of that? Okay. Yeah, I know that's so going to be controversial. Hopefully that's, they're on the trajectory Ed, to make Ed, that part. Eddie Jackson didn't. Eddie Jackson. So let me starter. go through this. Let me go through these. are all good questions. You guys must be reporters or something. Um, here's part of the problem, though. Twelve. So 12 players, starters. One of those players was Roquan Smith. Not on the team anymore. <laughs> I was going to say Ro- so 11. We're going to Another 11. one of those players. Is Cairo Santos, who honestly didn't even play that well towards the end of the season, but he was so good at the beginning of the year, it still averaged out that way. Then. Um, here's your guys. So I mentioned Fields, Sanborn, David Montgomery, <laughs> Khalil Herbert, okay. Jalen Johnson, yep. Darnell Mooney, yep. Tevin Jenkins. I'm surprised that Mooney's on there, by the way. That was a very yeah. up and down year. Yeah, but Mostly he was still... Down. He was still pretty good when he was out there and healthy. Um, Tevin uh, yeah. Jenkins. Was he? Cole Komet. Eddie Jackson. Your guy, Justin Jones. Justin Jones had a good year. Yeah, but see, here's the problem. I mean, he's not excited. That was 10. That's your 10 guys 10. who are under contract. 
Uh, well, Cairo Santos would be the other one. David Montgomery is not under contract going into the next season. Um, so to address your first question about there's three rookies that I think Ryan Poles most likely will be putting you know on his board saying these are starters going into the next season, even though they graded out to me as fringe starters, which is the next category down. That's Jaquan Brisker. That's Kyler Gordon. And Braxton Jones. Got it. All three of those guys I'm high on. Mm-hmm. I like them. but And they have their reasons for why they weren't higher, especially I think the guys in the secondary. To do what they did this year with no pass rush is impressive. Is impressive. I think it points to them being good players in the future. Um, and, But you can't ignore the fact that, like, <clears throat> Prisker didn't play well against the Lions at the end of the year, like just for yeah. example. Uh, once he had the concussion at the back end of the season, he wasn't the same player. Hopefully, but, hopefully yeah. that will not be a, even a remote indication of anything to come. I just think yeah. it was. But I do only have him down for two negatively graded games the entire season, so I still think the sky is okay. Uh, okay. Pointing pointing up for Jaquan Brisker and Kyler Gordon. I think there's and, and same thing with Braxton Jones. Um, Trenton Gill. Trenton Gill should be getting an A. Trenton Gill's right there. Okay. We're right on the fringe of being. Yeah, you know, Trenton Gill's fine. Um, Trenton Gill is straight adorable. Always <laughs> smiling, walking in there. He's in a great. Tell me I'm wrong. He looks like he's about 18 years old. He looks 18 years old, smile on his face. If there was a magazine for punter models, he'd be, he might be <laughs> on the right. cover. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a Trenton Gill guy. All day long, Lawrence. Gill. Punter, Bears, seventh yes. round pick. Yeah, hopefully oh. he's hopefully he has time to be a model uh, next season because he doesn't have to do a lot of work. Yeah. There we go. Mm-hmm. Yep. No punting. Better have a big off season here. Now no we will go. Part of what I want to do in the coming weeks here, now that I have all the stuff finalized, is kind of go more position by position and talk about how many positions really. If you're Ryan Poles and you're looking at it, like how many starters do I have to find? But just more like zooming out. For example, on the defense, when you start plugging this in, you essentially have four players who graded out as starters last season <coughs> that are back. Jalen Johnson, Jack Sanborn, Eddie Jackson, and Justin Jones. And I think in just Justin Khalil Jones. Herbert? What? Khalil Herbert? He's done with defense. Defense only. Oh, defense. Sorry. Mm. Got it. So when you look at this now, I'm also pl- now you're going to plug in Brisker as a starter. So essentially, you're set at safety with your two starters, right? You're set at two of your three corner positions because they're also going to plug in Kyle, uh, Kyler Gordon with Jalen Johnson. And I I do think Jack Sanborn is your starting Mike. But if you're going to look at Justin Jones and be like. Yes, he graded out as a starter, but is he the engine that makes the whole defense go? Quoting the head coach, I still think you're looking for an upgrade there. Good depth piece if you have a, another guy above him. I would so say. you're looking for four starters on your D-line, two linebackers, nickel, and a corner. Is that it? <laughs> I think we're in great shape. <laughs> <laughs> and these are just starters. Then you got to fill out the depth below that. Our guy, a lot of work to do for Ryan Poles. A lot of work to do. Our guy uh, Brad Biggs had details on the uh, Bears back-to-back winning seasons, 05-06, and how they're just basically – there are very few organizations in the entire NFL that have had this level of even a remote ability to string together winning seasons. The Browns. Oh, you're saying because that's the last time they had back-to-back winning seasons. Back-to-back winning seasons. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, you come out of 12-4, and four, you you know, coach of the year, double doink, you think you're going to have a winning season? Nope, didn't happen. You, you, you come out of 2010, NFC Championship game, 9-7? and seven? Can we get to 9-7? and seven? No, can't get it done. The, to me, that underlines more than anything else just how inept the franchise has been that you literally can't even string together two winning seasons in a row 
So when Ryan Poles is building this roster and everybody wants to get there as quick as possible, you want to set yourself up to overstate the obvious for, for some level of sustained success, even in a salary cap NFL league. I mean, come on. It's got to it, – that, that, this, this is a low bar to jump over. We're talking about the low bar, you guys, but let me go on the opposite here. The Bears are obviously last in the NFC North. I went back and kind of looked. Where were the teams that have gone from worst to first, which I don't think is really in the cards for the Bears to go first in the NFC North. But I can give you teams from 2016, the Cowboys, who went, were 13-3 and three in 2016. The year before that, they won four games. Uh, you go to 2017 Jaguars. They won 10 games that year. The year before, won three games. The 2018 Bears, 5-11 and 11 in 2017, went to go on and win 12 games. Houston Texans that same year, 11-5 and five they finished in 2018, won four games the previous year. And the most recent example would be the Bengals, who won only four games in 2020, and 2021 won 10 games, went to the Super Bowl. They, they were last two years in a row, though. They were last in 2019, they won two games. 2020, they only won the four games. So even though the Bears have all these holes, these issues, they were last in the division, there are teams that you can look back at that, hey, they've made this jump. Again, I, I said, I don't think that's in the cards for the Bears to jump from last of the NFC North to the first. But if Ryan Poles does his thing, recoups these picks, is able to build off of some of the stars they have here, you can see progression in, in 2023, no doubt about it. Yeah, and Swift Sports Network, Nick's not saying that it's not possible. He's just saying it's not probable for the record. Yeah. Is that fair? That's fair. Just, I mean, there's just a lot of things that need to go the Bears' way, too. I mean, is there, yeah, when you look at the, just at the North, is Aaron Rodgers coming back or is yep, he not coming that's back? That's a factor. What, how many changes are we going to see up in Minnesota? Is Dan Campbell going to continue to Dan Campbell the Lions into a positive, I mean, a lot of factors here. A lot of factors. It's a, it's it, the North should be a when we've talked about this. The North should be a very good division next year. Highly competitive, NFC North. I would think, because I don't think Aaron's going anywhere. Although Daniel Hackett went to the Jets, and I know that's his dude. I know the Jets have. He went to the Broncos last year. Yeah, I know. I know. You would think that they would <laughs> maybe like figure that out, but hey, Aaron, you want to leave Green Bay and be a New York Jet? We got a good defense. Got some playmakers. Start spreading the news, Aaron. You want to win the MVP and be a Jet? Just and do what Brett Favre did and take the Jets further than he did? Nobody believes he's leaving. Bears fans certainly don't. There was a little bit of juice around him getting traded the, this week. but Well, right. Well, I tweeted what Schefter said on one of the pregame shows last week. I don't even remember what it was, but it was like basically like he could be traded. There's a real chance he's traded. And every single response from Bears fans was like, oh, yeah, this is the same guy who said this last year. <laughs> Nobody yeah, believes who, who it. Who knows? I, I, I think it can happen, but. I'd be surprised. I, I understand why Bears fans especially are like, yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. So. I'm right there with them. Um, so, anyway, the conclusion there was there's a lot of work to do. Yes. 37 years since the Bears won the Super Bowl, by the way. Anniversary today. Ooh. Do we have anything special for this? I, I mean, I have a super chat from Enrique. Does that count as special? That's special. That, that is yep, special. That counts yes. as special. Absolutely. Enrique, appreciate you. I, I'm shocked you guys aren't uh, all decked out in your Bears Super Bowl. I, I, I'll be honest. I did not know that it was 37 years to the day until I got in the car this morning and was listening and it was being talked about. I, uh, I wore my oh, my Genesis oh. shirt. Uh, there we go. Now, this is, this is from the 1986 tour, so <laughs> it's a little later. But uh, What were you doing on Super Bowl morning, Lawrence? What do you remember? I don't know. Nothing. Playing Atari. No Playing Atari. There <laughs> Playing we go. Atari. <laughs> wow. It's a good way. Celebrate. Like that. I mean, I'm open to if if you throw any Chicago Bear out, I'll do their Super Bowl shuffle. If anybody wants to do that to celebrate, anybody? Steve Fuller. They say Jimbo is our man. If Jimmy can't do it, I sure can. This is Steve, and it's no wonder I run like lightning and pass like thunder. Bring on Atlanta. Bring on Dallas. This is for Mike and Papa Bear Hallis. I'm not here to feathers ruffle. Just came here to do the Super Bowl shuffle. 
There you go, Steve Fuller, number four. There you go. Won three games that year. What were you doing on Super Bowl Sunday? I, I remember coming downstairs and thinking, there's absolutely no way they're losing this football game. And then Walter fumbled, and they were down 3 nothing, And it was like, this can't happen. There's no way. They're so much better than everyone. This is the greatest team that's ever done anything. Uh, what I remember. Very different y- you, feeling than the Super Bowl I remember. I thought the Bears had zero chance in that game. Against the Colts. And then Hester took it back, and I was like, am I wrong? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe got a chance. Maybe got a chance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then it was just, did, yeah, no. Shout out to Scott, whose first jersey was a, a Maury Buford number eight jersey. That's amazing. Uh, Maury Buford they I mean I've heard you know talking to Hamp about Super Bowl Sunday you know when the game was not even over they were yelling at the fans in New Orleans who were like throwing beers to them they were already like drinking on the sidelines before before the game was (laughs) done like they were just they were wild and you know they had the whole buddy and Ditka thing how old was Carmen? Nineteen eighty-five, twenty-two. Mubs, we are going to fight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Braggs said you were thirty-two. Wow. I was two months old. Oh wow. Braggs is even worse. And I, actually, I'm a lover, not a fighter, and we do not believe in fighting on the show. Well, Mubs, we're going to talk this out. You too, Gregory. Gregory. I was thirteen. You jerks. If we if we really want to go through twelve, was I twelve? January of eighty-five. I was. 12. I wasn't bored. I was zero. Wow, you're, I old, was you're older here. than me. Then. Wait, you're older a, than me. Was I, no, I was 11. Huh. I thought I you were my age. I was born in April, right I after was the Super Bowl, so mm. I am to blame. If not want anything since I was born. It, it, it Connect the dots. I, I, anybody who's watching right now, if they, can, if they were actually of, I don't know, eight years or, or older at the time, it was... Thank you, Sarah. It was... It's been talked about a zillion times, but I guess on the 37th anniversary, we can mention it. There, there was nothing like it. They led the news every night. They were, they were on the Johnny Carson show. They were ever. The fridge was as big of, of a sports personality as there possibly could have been. Literally everyone in the city, if you didn't like sports at all, you were into the Bears. Moms who couldn't have cared less about football were, I mean, like... You know, my own mother couldn't have cared less. Loved Otis Wilson. Couldn't get enough of Mama's boy Otis. One of a kind. Ladies, all love me for my body and my mind. There's another one for you. <laughs> uh, like, I mean, it was unbelievable. The Bulls in in 1986. Jordan had broken his foot. They didn't have a sellout all season long. The Bears came to play football at halftime against the Cleveland Cavaliers and World Be Free, who were like, the Cavs were like a 20-win team, and the stadium sold out to see the Bears play uh, 10 minutes of halftime basketball, which at the time, if I'm being honest, I hated because I wanted the, because I was mostly a Bulls, I was a huge Bulls fan growing up, and I wanted the Bulls to like stand on their own. The only time we're going to get a sellout is because the Bears are playing, and or Larry Bird is here with the Celtics, or Dr. J with the Sixers, or Magic. They couldn't even sell out during Jordan's early years? Well, the year that he, they didn't start selling out until his third season. His third, his third year, early in the year, they were on the cusp of it, and then that's when the sellout streak started, his third year. Mm. You could, like, 8,000 people were going to games his first year. Wow. You could have, that's another Crazy whole t- to topic about. right there. Uh, Car- Car- guy, Go ahead. Our guy, Chris Peguero. <laughs> You're looking at the fridge, Doug Van Dorn. I'm the rookie. I may be large, but I'm no dumb cook. You've seen me hit. You know, you've seen me hit. You've seen, you, you're not correct on that, Doug, but you're in, you're in the neighborhood. Anyways, the super chat that Adam was about to say. Yeah. What, should I stop talking? <laughs> I loved it. It was. It was just, <laughs> nobody listening to the podcast has any idea what you were just randomly okay. saying. Uh, <laughs> back to Chris Pagano. Uh Super chat, four ninety nine. If the 2005 Bears had Justin Fields, would they have won the bowl? Yes. I need some answers. Of course they would have. They would have won it with Steve Fuller. They would have won it. It's the greatest defense of all time. Did you say they would have won with Steve? 
What? What? Two thousand five. Read the question, man. Man. Oh, if the two thousand five bears. Is the, I'm sorry, <laughs> I was focused on. Is that. the uh, my bad, Chris Pagano. Is the poop? If the two thousand affecting your eyesight. <laughs> I think the two thousand five bears would have, would it? But I defer. Wasn't it 06 year they went to the... It was 06, yeah. The 2006 Bears made the 07 Super Bowl. Yes. Oh. Um, But is he talking about the team before? Maybe he is talking about 05. Uh, He also says chill with the last name, yo. (laughs) Not chill. (laughs) Okay. Yo. I like the bet. I guess I'll I'll chill, though. That's fine. Um, Well, I mean, I think he meant 2006. So that team with Justin Field, do they win the Super Bowl? Yeah, I think they do. I mean, I would bet on it. Same. Yeah. With that defense, I mean. Definitely. And with Brock Purdy. They could have won that game <laughs> with Rex Grossman. That's what sucks. Well, yeah. they couldn't have because he was terrible and he I gave the sense. game away. Could have if you he just, just didn't if throw he just the ball. Didn't turn the ball. Yeah. If you <laughs> do how to handle the ball. Weren't there two fumbled snaps? They had that interception early, too, on Manning. They got away from Thomas Jones. Yeah, giving Cedric Benson too you, much. Yep, yep. S- Sexy Rexy was great in the NFC Championship game. If he had been like less great, maybe they would have used him less in the Super Bowl, and perhaps they would have won it. You had a pick six. You had a blown coverage on defense. That was a killer. Yep. The Colts were giving you the football too. By the way, you really were. didn't have to do much. Oh, that's a good point by uh, Swift. Tommy Harris and Mike Brown played too. Yeah. Have that a part of the defense? I agree. But, but that's part of. As much as that's true, that's also part of the yeah, NFL. Sports. Yep. You know, if if the Chiefs lose this weekend, they, How much uh, go Mahom- to they're going to be staying forever. Go. You know, if yeah. Mahomes was healthy, then, you know, we win another Super Bowl. It's just that's pr- attrition. Part of, part of football. For sure. uh, yeah, attrition there, is part of it. And just for the record, which we have in the old show notes here that I want to pull up, you know, 37 years is a long time. That's unfortunate. Of course, we know that in the next three years, the Bears are going to win the Super Bowl because Ryan Poles is the man and Justin Fields is incredible and this is and CHGO is going to be there. Let's play a quick game. Yeah. Do the Bears ever win another Super Bowl? Ever? <laughs> <laughs> I would hope so. Are you saying in your lifetime? <laughs> this isn't that crazy of a thing because do they ever win one? Yes. Yes. Okay. Do the Bulls ever win another championship? Yes. Do the Blackhawks? Yes. Do the Cubs? Everybody's going to win. <laughs> Everyone's going to win at Every, one point. We're all winning again. Do the White Sox? No. No. Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> you think it's all over for the Sox? Come on. You were saying it, what, a couple days ago, the Adam. Did they just get lucky? Yes, like they winning. got lucky. That's yeah. a known fact. So Everything the, about 05 was luck. They are also the, the White Sox are also the closest team in Chicago to winning one. But they seem so far away yeah, too, at the same time. They also might be the closest time. team in Chicago to moving to a different city eventually after they're sold. White Sox aren't stop. I'm telling what's you. What's going on over here? What? I, I just wanted to underline there are 12 teams in the history of the NFL that have never won the Super Bowl. See? You don't. But my thing is so. Cr- Bears are not a part of that list. They got one. There's but, 12. Current NFL teams that have never won the Super Bowl. Lawrence, Viking. I feel like you can answer. You can name these twelve for some reason. Could we quiz no. you real quick? No. No. I mean, it's in. It's in the. Uh, oh shit! You've right. seen it. <laughs> I mean, I, I could. You know, no, I'm not. Gonna chat. You want to take a stab at this? No. Twelve teams. You can't just start asking the chat to name teams. <laughs> they just name the damn teams. <laughs> they do. They we got to get off the show here in twelve minutes. Twelve teams. But I don't pay attention to time. Vikings, Bills. Bengals, Falcons, Panthers, Cardinals, Titans, Chargers, Browns, Lions, Jaguars, Texans. Mm. Oh. Sucks to be them. Mm. 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 We got 37 years, baby. Bears. <laughs> Bears. The Cardinals have existed basically as long as the Bears. They haven't won. They've never won a Super Bowl. And how so, many NFL championships do they even have? I don't even know that. One? Cardinals? So in the history of the Cardinals organization, they have one or two. You act like it's just a given that all these teams are going to win. They don't At get some point, fields. they will. 
at some point there's a lot history there's a lot of I mean, how many cubs fans I were mean, born and died after living long lives different question and never saw one different i can't question. die without seeing a bear like that would suck like <laughs> come on well yeah that would be awful no that's a different question will nicholas moriano <laughs> in his lifetime see the bears win a super bowl i don't know 28 28 years old Seems like he's in good health. I mean, he does seem to work out a lot. You expect him to live a nice, long, healthy right. life. He doesn't seem like the type that does stupid stuff that would put him in harm's way. I would bet that he will. Me too. But I, I hope. But what, I, what about the snow on, this, on his window when he was on that call with us uh, I yesterday? could see everything, though. Okay. Like, it was just on the top there. Okay. That's, that's all it was. Yeah, I mean. It wasn't even that much. I just think people underestimate, like. They better win at him. I'm not saying the Bears are ever going to be a team that moves but like are the cardinals gonna be in arizona forever are the jaguars gonna be in jacksonville forever like the the point is not guaranteed no they're not because arizona is gonna be 392 degrees in about well i wasn't gonna go there with the conversation but our guys at phnx are like oh shit (laughs) oh no (laughs) what's going on let's hope that's not the case uh all right kevin's right by the way nfl championships pre-1970 Cardinals have one in 25 and one in 47. How nice. Kevin Kadick knew that 1947, the Arizona Cardinals won a championship at the, which I at mean, the they time, weren't the Arizona Cardinals. Well, who were they in 47? The were Bears? They, were they? They were the Saint Chicago Louis Cardinals? Or they still the Chicago. Bears. I know that. <laughs> the Cardinals were the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> they were the Chicago Cardinals. We won. A, see, we have another one in this city. Damn it. The Chicago Cardinals, 1947. Oh, my God. Ed O'Bradovich was probably at the game. Grew up going to Cardinals games because they were cheaper to go to than the Bears. I don't even know how we got on that conversation. It was a. Great I think the Bears will win a Super Bowl. I I have already prepared myself for having seen the only White Sox championship I will only ever see. But I did that in the moment. It's unfortunate. <laughs> I mean, if if you think about the amount of Cub fans that's spent their entire lives on this earth and never saw them win. People like Ron Santo, who couldn't have deserved anything more. Sorry, you didn't see it. You weren't there. You were the best thing you have is 2003. That's just terrible. No bueno. Didn't even go to the World Series. <laughs> <laughs> it's rough out there. Hey, um, but two teams this week do have a chance to go to the Super Bowl. Not the Bears, unfortunately. There's four NFL teams left, two conference championship games, and only a few more shots to win big on the playoffs. With DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, counting down to Super Bowl 57. New customers can bet just $5, get 200 in free bets instantly. If you're not a new customer, you can feel the conference championship thrills with stepped-up same-game parlays. Take your shot at an even bigger NFL payout and boost your winnings with each leg you add up to 100%. Um, We're going to talk about both of these games here in a second before we close out the show uh, and give our picks and what we might be doing on DraftKings. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code CHGO. New customers can bet $5 on the conference championships and get 200 in free bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And whenever they do win the Super Bowl, it's going to be one of the more efficient jobs of all time. Just like the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program, which is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities we serve. Save money and energy. So ComEd is offering a free facility assessment. It can help you... Save money and save energy, lighting, HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment. I feel you uh, out there, Matthew Gregory, what's coming for you right now. Within three to four weeks, customers are going to receive a report detailing energy efficiency projects that will start working immediately. You're ready for a facility assessment? Well, you can do it in three different ways. You can go to the website, comment.com slash poweringbiz, or you can call them at 855-433-2700. Don't wait, by the way. Get this going. Energy, money, more in your wallet. You want to do this. Or you can send them an email. Business e, e. at comed.com. Business e, e. at comed.com. 
to do that, send the email. Hey, I really want an assessment online. Thank you so much. ComEd.com, making the world a better place and putting money in your pocket. I, I've just I've made the decision that it is dog poop, and um, oh, I'm glad no. our likes. I think, are not, I think I'm I, glad the likes are not at 200 because they're at 169. I think, it, I think it's nice. I think nice. it's mud with a trace of poop. Uh, I also did a poll in the YouTube. It said, uh, "Is it dog poop on Carm's shoe?" And right now, yes, is at 88. <laughs> percent Yeah, I mean, it 100 percent is. I feel do I do have a slight waffigation. <laughs> and uh, what, what vocabulary? I love it. I'm going to the plan is to hover the shoe after the show into the hand and go right to the um, hose, which I have no idea where that is, but uh, there's a hose. Find one. The, 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 the water hose. The water. The, <laughs> the water hose. That, <laughs> yes. Not. Yeah, I just wanted to clarify. <laughs> We're not trying to combo things up here. Well, oh man! What a show! All right, Ooh. all right. Um, <laughs> games this weekend, two o'clock on Sunday. We got the 49ers at the Eagles. Oof! Carm's guy, Brock Purdy. Let's go, Brock Ooh. versus Jalen Hurts. The 49ers, two and a half point underdogs. I'm sticking with my Niners. Bold, very bold, very bold. Uh, yeah, yep. Especially yep. getting the two and a half. I just—they're a machine. They—they're so well coached. So I am nervous. I am nervous about Purdy. I think he could have thrown like six interceptions last week. And the Eagles have a really good pass rush, mm-hmm. but I just think the defense holds the Eagles down. I think the Eagles have shown some some cracks in the foundation. Where, when? Um, they're not playing as well in the last two months as they were at the beginning of the season. When, what did they start, 7-0 and or whatever yeah, it was? Dominating teams. And is Jalen Hurts 100%? I think he's close enough. They were looked in, dude, They were very strong last they week. I got the Giants. It. Yeah, and so did the Cowboys against the Bucks, And then they played the 49ers. Your best argument so far? Like it. I'm still taking the Eagles. I'm taking the Eagles, too. Like, they have just as much firepower on defense as the 49ers do. And I think Brock Purdy without a clean pocket, we're gonna see we're gonna see those limitations, I think. So I'm taking the Eagles in this one. Philadelphia to me looks like the best team in football right now. If I ha- if I had to bet my life on who was going to win the Super Bowl, which gladly I don't have to, I would take the Philadelphia Eagles right now. Okay. okay. So they're You're going Eagles overall. And I, I Right. I think they covered that. I'm, I'm, too, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm giving myself the out. What did you have at the beginning? Chiefs versus Chiefs Cowboys? versus Cowboys. We got Patrick Mahomes on one ankle, and the Cowboys dead. So well, the <laughs> thing, you didn't know dead. that was happening. No, I know. I'm just saying. But right yeah. now, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not taking Philly, and maybe I your, should. Maybe I should be on the Hulk bag. The maybe I should say Bengals. Bills is my Super you Bowl had winner. Bills over. Bills over Eagles. Okay. All right. Well. Um, if I like, I'm still going 49, especially getting the two and a half. Other game, Bengals. Has this gone all the way back to Chiefs being Correct. favored by one? He, uh, with really? Mahomes being a full participant on Wednesday, it swung back. I the checked other DraftKings way. this morning, and it was still plus one. Bengals, Bengals minus one. Bengals are plus one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's so yeah. It opened Chiefs minus two and a half. Mm-hmm. Went the Bengals way, and now that Mahomes is a full participant, air quotes. It's now swung back to the KC side. That's kind of amazing. That's also a silly reason. It's what you think? He's not going to be 100% in He's the game. He's not 100%. Correct. It's not possible. It's not physically hey, possible. Hey, take that point. That's all. Yeah, I guess. And then I like the Bengals even more. I will say I do have a little bit of a regret. So I have a Bengals AFC champion bet from like early November I made. Nice. Right. So they win this game. I win that. So I was debating hedging it this week with the Chiefs bet because that basically guarantees me half, right, uh, depending on how you do it. But when it had swung all the way to Bengals being favored by one and a half, I wanted to bet the Chiefs getting the one and a half because it leaves a small chance that you could actually hit them Hit both. them both. Yeah. Oh, wow. Right? I was waiting for it and hoping if it went to two and a half, I was going to do it. 
Because here's the thing. I still think the Bengals are going to win this week. I thought they were going to win this week before Mahomes got hurt. So I don't really want to hedge it. If I think I'm rolling it, baby. You clearly are now. I don't know. You guys, I feel like that's been the, the popular thing. Like the Cincinnati Bengals are just going to beat the Chiefs in Arrowhead. I know Patrick Mahomes on the bum ankle. But Dan Orlovsky had a really good tweet today. Oh, was it and about food? No, well, it was about football. No. Okay. And it's about the, the Kansas City Chiefs defense. The Chiefs have had 241 quarterback pressures this season. Only Dallas had more. They've contacted the QB 198 times. That led the NFL. The Bills did not exploit the Bengals' beat-up offensive line in that, in that game at all. They were the more physical team in the trenches. I don't, know if that's, if that, I don't think that's going to be the case in this one. I think the Chiefs have a better defense than people give them credit for, and it's still Patrick Mahomes. Like, even on one ankle, he's still throwing jump passes, still able to make a lot of throws. I'm taking the Kansas City Chiefs here. All right, Nick. <laughs> what are you doing? I understand. The clicker. Besides clicker sounding noise. like a, the, the clicker. a clicker from the I last listen, of the TV I, show, I know I, you're not going to watch. I'm, 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 Which I, side conversation? I, I'm, with, I'm with Nick. I am – I. Last time we were together, I don't know we if it's Tordal or whatever they're going to do with Patrick Mahomes, but uh, I'll take. I will stick with the Chiefs, who I picked, and <sighs> I'll go against Adam Hogan, Joe Burrow, Kansas City at home, eating the good barbecue. Mahomes doing miracle moments. The Chiefs uh, second in the NFL, getting to the quarterback, putting a lot of pressure on Joe Burrow. Do you know Joe Burrow's record against healthy Patrick Mahomes? Uh, yes. Two and oh? Three oh, and oh. Three and oh? Yeah. I'll say this. Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow. Give him credit. Joe Burrow's the man. He is a cool dude. Yeah. Um, He's a cool dude. I can't stand his brother, Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes' brother. Like, there's a video circulating on complete social media. Oh, my gosh. That, I, I would want the Cincinnati Bengals to win just so he can't celebrate. The most annoying dude ever. I mean, there's worse, but yeah. The money, Adam Hogue, is significantly with you. 69% of the dough is on the Bengals. Nice. Yeah, well, that might be bad news because that's how you paid all your pit. You made all your picks based on that last week, and you went one and three. Yeah, well, but that's but I but I took I would have taken the Chiefs in this scenario because all the money's on the Bengals. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go vice versa. If you're if you're going oh. against the public this week, you've got the Niners and you've got the and you got the Niners and you've got uh, the Chiefs. Well, I can't wait. And it's heavy, heavy for Philly. Same thing. 69% of the money bets are on the Eagles. 69% are on the Bengals. That's way too much on Cincinnati. Way too much. On the road, I officially love the Chiefs. (laughs) But this is what you did last week. This is what I do every week, and it pays. <laughs> and it pays off. In it's it's a percentage game. It didn't pay off last week. It though. didn't pay. Off, it didn't pay off last week. That's one week. Yeah. Okay. We, we we do it over the course of a whole season, over the course of a career. If you fade the public consistently and you bet the same amount of money every week, bet the same amount of units, you will end up on a plus side. I'm not saying you're going to make a ton of money, but you will you will end up positive, if that's how you want to do it, and do no other research, but you literally got to bet. You, everything. That's above, call it, a 20% spread. What do you think goes through the heads of people that just spend an hour of this show behind an avatar that doesn't show their face and they just say mean things the whole time? And no, I'm not talking about Greg Braggs. <laughs> hey, I pre- we appreciate it. Do, do your thing. You want to yell at us to get some jollies? It's just so weird. I just don't. I'll never understand it. Uh, Luke, twenty dollars super chat. I don't think that's Luke in the avatar, but yes, let's read. Uh, it. Yeah, I don't think it's Luke either. Yeah, you know, Nick, what was your favorite memory from the Chicago Audible? Uh, good question. Uh, probably just getting credential for the first time, going to the combine, no noticing like our work had been validated, got put in that credential request, and then it came back a couple weeks later, going to the combine and seeing how everything worked, but. Just seeing the gradual work that Will and I had done uh, throughout the years and then finally seeing seeing it kind of happen in uh, real life, I guess. But, yeah, being credentialed for the first time was definitely 
my favorite memory. It's awesome. What was your little side? You had a side conversation. It, oh yeah. So um, my wife officially totally disagrees with me on the second episode of oh. The Last of Us, and she also thought it was good. And um, I watched it with. I thought it was better the second time I watched it. Good. I still just don't want it to be Walking Dead all over again. That's the only thing. That's my uh, point. It's not. I almost bought the video game again just to play it. Yeah, but, but then they show the previews of the next episode where Nick Offerman's randomly in it, which is kind of cool. But then they're like just in a gated area making food. And it's like that's – what is that, season three of Walking Dead? That's the whole season. I don't know. Didn't watch that show. There was a moment in time when I was working at Fansided that they decided that it would be a great idea for Mark Carmen to do a be a part of the Walking Dead podcast. And they're like, Carmen, you ever watched The Walking Dead? And I'm like, no, I've never watched The Walking Dead. Well, see that conference room? Your next two weeks, you're going to get caught up. You're going to binge The Walking Dead. I'm, and, and I'm like, no problem. I figured it was like, I don't know, 10 episodes or whatever. I had like, it was like 60 episodes of The Walking Dead. And, and it's like, and it was, and it was, like a good show for five minutes, and then it got to be <laughs> so incredibly dumb. And then by the time I was basically done binge watching it, yeah, cancel that idea. The show sucks. Um, so wow. that happened. Uh, Thank you to uh, yeah. They lost me at the uh, beginning of season four. I think is when I stopped. And by the way, Braggs, there's been no spoilers at all. No. Yeah. Just watch it. Yeah. All right. Just don't show. order pistachio ice cream if you don't like it. You weird guy. Then now you then that car ends up eating four scoops of ice cream and having sugar high and then taking a nap and not getting everything done. I bl- you know I po- I gotta point the thumb, but I also want to point the finger. Okay. Get your, get, get. If you're not gonna eat it, I mean, I would have liked to have tried the cheesecake. Are you gonna smell your shoe? There's uh, we need seven more likes. Well, we need to, to end smell the show oh. before it gets to 200. Yeah, can All we right, go uh, now. Thank you. Follow us on Twitter <laughs> at Adam Hogue. Hit that like. Hit that at like. At the car at Nicholas Moriano. Like. You guys got the show tomorrow. We do. We, there's breaking news. That's not really breaking news, but we'll have we'll have uh, we'll have some audio. What's that breaking? Karma's obsessed with something that some ex NFL player said about Justin Fields. I'm telling you, what he probably say? has Who zero insight on it at all. Don't to miss tomorrow's in. show. It's gotta gonna be in. it's gonna be ludicrous and fun. <laughs> we just one ninety seven. Is that it? Was that oh, the ending of the show? One ninety seven. Oh, come on. <laughs> I'm I mean, the just show. smell the shoe. Yeah, I can <laughs> smell it already. Smell the shoe. Smell Smell the the shoe. shoe. Smell the shoe.